Daniel 2 24-330 Therefore Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not execute the wise men of Babylon. Bring me before the king, and I will give him the interpretation. Arioch hastily brought Daniel before the king and said to him, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who will tell the king the interpretation. The king responded to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Are you able to tell me what I saw in the dream, as well as its interpretation? Daniel answered the king, No wise man, enchanter, medium, or magician can explain to the king the mystery of which he inquires. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the latter days. Your dream and the visions that came into your mind as you lay on your bed were these, as you lay on your bed, O king, your thoughts turned to the future, and the revealer of mysteries made known to you what will happen. And to me this mystery has been revealed, not because I have more wisdom than any man alive, but in order that the interpretation might be made known to the king, and that you may understand the thoughts of your mind. As you, O king, were watching, a great statue appeared. A great and dazzling statue stood before you, and its form was awesome. The head of the statue was pure gold, its chest and arms were silver, its belly and thighs were bronze, its legs were iron, and its feet were part iron and part clay. As you watched, a stone was cut out, but not by human hands. It struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay, and crushed them. Then the iron, clay, bronze, silver, and gold were shattered and became like chaff on the threshing floor in summer. The wind carried them away, and not a trace of them could be found but the stone that had struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream, now we will tell the king its interpretation. You, O king, are the king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given sovereignty, power, strength, and glory. Wherever the sons of men or beasts of the field or birds of the air dwell, he has given them into your hand and has made you ruler over them all. You are that head of gold. But after you, there will arise another kingdom, inferior to yours. Next, a third kingdom, one of bronze, will rule the whole earth. Finally, there will be a fourth kingdom as strong as iron, for iron shatters and crushes all things, and like iron that crushes all things, it will shatter and crush all the others. And just as you saw that the feet and toes were made partly of fired clay and partly of iron, so this will be a divided kingdom, yet some of the strength of iron will be in it just as you saw the iron mixed with clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so this kingdom will be partly strong and partly brittle. As you saw the iron mixed with clay, so the peoples will mix with one another, but will not hold together any more than iron mixes with clay. In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will shatter all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, but will itself stand forever. And just as you saw a stone being cut out of the mountain without human hands, and it shattered the iron, bronze, clay, silver, and gold, so the great God has told the king what will happen in the future. The dream is true, and its interpretation is trustworthy. At this, King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, paid homage to Daniel, and ordered that an offering of incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, Your God is truly the God of gods and Lord of kings, the revealer of mysteries, since you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many generous gifts. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. And at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to manage the province of Babylon, while Daniel remained in the king's court. King Nebuchadnezzar made a golden statue sixty cubits high and six cubits wide, and he set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to assemble the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, 
and all the other officials of the provinces to attend the dedication of the statue he had set up. So the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces assembled for the dedication of the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, and they stood before it. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, O people of every nation and language, this is what you are commanded, as soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into the blazing fiery furnace. Therefore, as soon as all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and all kinds of music, the people of every nation and language would fall down and worship the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. At this time some astrologers came forward and maliciously accused the Jews, saying to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, may you live forever. You, O king, have issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the golden statue, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into the blazing fiery furnace. But there are some Jews you have appointed to manage the province of Babylon Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who have ignored you, O king, and have refused to serve your gods or worship the golden statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, furious with rage, summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden statue I have set up? Now, if you are ready, as soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the statue I have made. But if you refuse to worship, you will be thrown at once into the blazing fiery furnace. Then what god will be able to deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If the god whom we serve exists, then he is able to deliver us from the blazing fiery furnace and from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden statue you have set up. At this, Nebuchadnezzar was filled with rage, and the expression on his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He gave orders to heat the furnace seven times hotter than usual, and he commanded some mighty men of valor in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing fiery furnace. So they were tied up, wearing robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, and they were thrown into the blazing fiery furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the fiery flames killed the men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, firmly bound, fell into the blazing fiery furnace. Suddenly King Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and asked his advisors, Did we not throw three men, firmly bound, into the fire? Certainly, O king, they replied. Look! he exclaimed. I see four men, unbound and unharmed, walking around in the fire and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar approached the door of the blazing fiery furnace and called out, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and when the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors had gathered around, they saw that the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men. Not a hair of their heads was singed, their robes were unaffected, and there was no smell of fire on them. Nebuchadnezzar declared, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. They violated the king's command and risked their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god.
Therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything offensive against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will be cut into pieces and their houses reduced to rubble. For there is no other God who can deliver in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. 1 Peter 4 7-5-14 Now the end of all has drawn near. Therefore be clear-minded and be sober for the purpose of prayers, above all things, having fervent love among yourselves, because love covers over a multitude of sins, hospitable to one another without complaint, as each has received a gift, to them serving each other as good stewards of the manifold grace of God, if anyone speaks, as oracles of God, if anyone serves, as of strength which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory and the power to the ages of the ages. Amen. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fire among you taking place for a trial to you, as if a strange thing were happening to you. But as you have shared in the sufferings of Christ, rejoice, so that also in the revelation of His glory you may rejoice, exulting. If you are insulted in the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. For let not any of you suffer as a murderer, or a thief, or an evildoer, or as a troublesome meddler, but if as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this name. For it is the time for the judgment to have begun from the house of God, and if from us first, what will be the outcome of those disobeying the gospel of God? And, if the righteous one is saved with difficulty, where will appear the ungodly and sinner? Therefore also, those suffering according to the will of God, let them commit their souls to the faithful Creator in well-doing. I exhort the elders among you, a fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, who am also a partaker of the glory being about to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight not under compulsion, but willingly according to God, and not for base gain but eagerly, not as exercising lordship over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And the chief shepherd having been revealed, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, younger ones, be subject to your elders. And all, gird on humility one to another, because, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Be humble therefore under the mighty hand of God, so that He may exalt you in due time, having cast all your anxiety upon Him, because with Him there is care about you. Be sober-minded, watch. Your adversary the devil prowls about as a roaring lion seeking whom to devour, whom you should resist, firm in the faith, knowing the same sufferings to be accomplished in your brotherhood throughout the world. And the God of all grace, the one having called you to His eternal glory in Christ, of you having suffered a little while, He Himself will perfect, will confirm, will strengthen, and will establish you. To Him be the power to the ages of the ages. Amen. Through Silvanus, the faithful brother as I regard him, I have written to you through few words, exhorting and testifying this to be the true grace of God, in which you stand. She in Babylon elected with you greets you, and my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace be to all of you who are in Christ. Psalm 119 81-96 My soul faints for your salvation, I wait for your word. My eyes fail, looking for your promise, I ask, when will you comfort me? Though I am like a wineskin dried up by smoke, I do not forget your statutes. How many days must your servant wait? When will you execute judgment on my persecutors? The arrogant have dug pits for me in violation of your law. All your commandments are faithful, I am persecuted without cause help me. They almost wiped me from the earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. Revive me according to your loving devotion, that I may obey the testimony of your mouth. Your word, O Lord, is everlasting, it is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues through all generations, you establish the earth, and it endures. Your ordinances stand to this day, for all things are servants to you. If your law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. 
I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have revived me. I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait to destroy me, but I will ponder your testimonies. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your commandment is without limit. Proverbs 28 15-16 Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked ruler over a helpless people. A leader who lacks judgment is also a great oppressor, but he who hates dishonest profit will prolong his days.